Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Welcome back. Today, we're talking all about what it actually takes to create premium offers that are in demand and sell out consistently. So for the purpose of today's episode for premium offers, we're going to be talking about things that are uh, products and services, programs, uh, educational services, consulting, professional work that you do that is not just a few hundred dollars. So depending on the world that you operate in, this could be anywhere from a few thousand dollars, right? 3,000, 5,000, 10,000, all the way up to six or seven figures, again, depending on the nature of your business. When I've had conversations with peers and past clients, the number one question that I get is, how do you take that leap, right? How do you ensure that what you are doing actually commands the prices and deserves the attention that premium offers allows you to command in the marketplace, to become known for a person of influence, a person of authority and credibility, such that you can command top dollar pricing. Now, I can't remember if I've actually mentioned this on this particular podcast ever in the history of our episodes, but when I first started, I heard a lot about charge what you're worth, charge what you're worth. And I started saying that too, because I thought, well, yeah, of course you want to charge what you're worth. But I quickly realized, no, that is a terrible way to think about things. And I'm going to tell you why in today's episode, as we break down the whole concept of premium offers and why I don't believe that it is anything to do with your worth, your worthiness as a human being, or anything that you have done up to this point in order to create this offer and this opportunity for people to work with you. But 100%, I want you to own the value. And that is a little bit of a hint of what we're going to be breaking down in a lot more detail in today's episode. So premium offers. And again, I'm not putting a dollar value attached to it because I think it's really important that we connect it to context. So before we get into like the three core elements that I wanted to discuss today, and I dive into this deeply with clients inside of my program, such as Sales Mastery Society. If you need help with that, go and join us inside of salesmasterysociety.com or more intimately inside of my accelerators. And there's an application if you'd like to apply to work with me and my team to get some additional support and really dive in deep into your the layers of your business, especially as it relates to your offers and premium priced offers in particular. Now, the reason why I don't put a dollar amount is because it depends on your industry and it depends on your audience and it depends on you, what you consider to be a premium priced offer. So my background is coming from a very well-established corporate finance background, non-traditional sales. And I've sold everything from free, like just giving stuff away, uh, which sometimes is harder than it actually sounds, 
all the way up to multi-million dollar portfolios and both on the asset side as well as on the lending side. So I know what it takes to sell all kinds of price things. And beauty truly is in the eye of the beholder, which means that for you and your industry and for your ideal clients, it's really important that you qualify and quantify what a premium priced offer is going to look, sound, and feel like for you and your market. So with that context being shared, because I think sometimes we judge ourselves when we hear, oh, somebody has a six-figure offer, a seven-figure offer, or even a multi-five-figure offer, that it doesn't feel like what we're doing is good enough to actually go out and command higher prices or to increase our prices and to help people with the transformative work that we actually put out there in the universe. And I want to squash that right here and now because the amount that you charge has nothing to do with who you are or how you are or the value that you bring to the table as a living, breathing human being, right? So let's just get that very clear. And that's why for me, your worthiness is not a question at all, right? That's not something that we're even considering. But the way that you package something so that it is palatable to your ideal clients, your dream clients that you want saying, yes, how do I get that? How do I work with you? How do I, like, how do I actually pay you? And believe you me, in an upcoming episode, we're going to talk about all the different things, the friction points that actually make it way harder for people to buy than it needs to be. So your premium offer is really about you feeling confident about what it is that you want to charge and that you have the chops to deliver the outcomes and the results that are part of that package, part of that offer. Okay. So with that being said, right, we have set the stage. You have the context. I want in your mind for you to really have clearly laid out what would a premium offer look like for you in your market, in your niche or niche, in your industry, and with the types of clients that you ideally want to work with. You're the cream of the crop, right? So we're talking about not just your top 20%, we're talking about probably the top 1% of the 1% of the clients that you want to work with you. Now, if your brand is a premium brand, which my brand is a premium brand, I designed my consulting company to be a boutique consulting company and educational company. So we produce top-notch, high-quality content like this podcast, where I give away all the information that I can in order to be able to help you, knowing that if you need more, you're going to come and join me inside of my paid programs, right? And I have them priced at varying price points because truthfully, I like to test different things. I like to be the, the crash test dummy so that my clients don't have to. And it feels good and aligned to do certain things so that I can see what's landing, what's not, what's going to work, what's not, and how I want to position myself. And I will say I've gone a little bit of a circular road because I started as a boutique coaching, consulting, educational-based company. I veered away by going and dabbling in all kinds of different ways to sell because I was curious and I was learning. And then I've come back full circle to come back to my premium priced offers and high levels of transformation that I want to work with clients in, in a narrow and deeper way. That is my desire in order to create bigger impact and influence in the world. So I want you to imagine for yourself, what is your premium offer, right? Your flagship, the thing that you, you want to put, you know, the, the flag in the sand for and be like, 
This is what I'm going to be known for. This is the thing that I am like is my destiny. It's my purpose. It's my raison d'etre to to do everything in life. So, and I know sometimes it feels very grandiose when I say all these words and you're thinking, oh my gosh, that's a lot of pressure. No pressure. Take off the pressure. I want you to think what would be so fun and engaging and just light you up from the inside out to be able to give this gift because it truly is your premium offers, really any of your offers, they are gifts that you are giving to somebody else, an opportunity for them to shift and change into a new way of being, into a new way of seeing, into a new way of living. And when you understand the power that you have in your very own hands, in the space between your ears, that the things that you create literally out of thin air through our products and services, our programs, our intellectual property and our dreams and desires and visions that we bring to life. Every invention that you have now and forevermore is a gift. It is a gift straight from heaven. And it is something that you have inside of you that you can put out into the universe and give to somebody else. But you can't if you don't understand exactly how to put it together. And more so, the more money it costs or more money it will be for somebody to take uh, a hold of that gift, right? Because all kinds of money mindset stuff can come up. We're not going to tackle that in today's episode. Suffice it to say, these are the things that my clients and I talk about deep dive on an ongoing basis because as a human, they're going to show up. They're going to come up. Okay. So number one, your premium offer must solve a clear problem. So if you haven't gotten all of that from the conversation that we've had so far, I hope that me saying that loud and clear right now, number one is your premium offer. When you create that so that it is in demand and sells out consistently, if it clearly articulates a problem that is a major problem for your market, for your best clients, it is clear, it is specific, it is measurable. I'm not going to go through the whole smart goals thing because it doesn't need to be smart. It needs to be clear, specific, and measurable. And we're talking about descriptive and not fluffy. So I know in working with clients that are in a lot of more holistic practices and with my own focus on health and wellness as a foundation for how I live and breathe, right? Between my faith, my spirituality, my self-care, and then being very left-brained, logical, linear, data-driven and scientific, (laughs) I covered the whole gamut of how you want to show up in the world. So even for things that are on the fluffy side, right? They're, They're harder to qualify and quantify. So I'll give you an example. I worked with a client who uh, was an Emmy award producer and she helped people with video confidence. She was a video confidence coach. And I said to her, so confidence, that's not really very tangible. So we need to make this something that is clearer, is more specific, and is more measurable. Now for her clients, the clients that she truly wanted to work with in these premium offers, they were well-established business owners. Now this was back near the very beginning of my business and as well with hers. And she really didn't feel like she had enough credibility and expertise to claim anything other than I give you more confidence to show up on video because that was the nature of the work that she was doing in her nine to five as an Emmy award uh, producer, director, you know, film filmmaker, 
She also was talent in front of the camera as well, which is why she was able to relate to both sides. Now, as we dive into this a little bit more through conversations, through coaching sessions, through strategy, and she realized that, well, for these established business owners, so for her dream clients, so not for everybody, right? But for her best clients, that this premium offer was kind of a slam dunk, a slam dunk, meaning they didn't really have to think about it. I mean, there was thought involved, but they knew that that was a problem that was coming up for them. They knew that if they didn't get on video, again, this was about six years ago, five, six years ago now, and it was the start of all of the live streams that were showing up on all the different platforms. And she was extremely good at it, right? She was very good at it, very comfortable, very confident at it because she had spent a lifetime both in front and behind the camera. So when she was talking about her clients who had been able to grow their business to a level of success without having to use video as much as five, six years ago, it started to shift. And they were afraid that their business growth would slow down. They were afraid that they would lose uh, connection and authority and their reputation in the market by not being on video. They were afraid that basically like life would pass them by right, in essence. And so there were things that we needed to shift in order to create more clarity around what the outcome was. And when she realized that for her ideal clients, that they would be able to create better relationships, stronger engagement, deeper connections, so that people would say yes to her offers, it was a lot easier for her to qualify that, right? That yes, confidence is important, but what does the confidence get you? Well, it gets them to build relationships, real authentic relationships with clients much faster so that they can say yes to your offer. So that they can join your, join your programs without having to go through all of these complicated steps and funnels and email sequences and, and the whole runaround. Well, you can bet her clients, once we tighten this up and she stopped focusing so much on the, just the confidence piece, which was important, but the confidence was actually attracting the beginner clients, the ones that didn't know what their business was about because they lack confidence in all things, not just video. And they thought, well, if I use video, maybe that'll simplify the way that I get clients. So when she realized this switch, right, and it was very subtle, but we have to look at what problem are you actually solving? And sometimes the mechanism, which is your offer, is solving multiple problems. So you need to dive in a little bit deeper and really hone in on the number one problem for your best client because your premium offers are not meant for everybody. Not everybody should be going into your highest level work, at least in my opinion, humbly, okay? Because most of us don't have the space, the capacity to provide the higher level, high touch, kind of bespoke type of care and consideration that we want from purchasing a premium offer, right? If everybody could go out and buy a McLaren or a Bentley or a Rolls Royce, we'd see them all over the streets. But the truth is we don't. There is a higher level of care and consideration and criteria that allows them to self-select, right? Price being one of them but then everything else is built into the price in order to support the price of the offer, which is really much more important than the price itself. Because let's face it, we have all bought something that is way overpriced 
and under delivers. And we do not want your premium offer to fall into that category, do we, friend? Okay, so number two is it offers a simple path. Now, I know sometimes that it feels like the more that you pay, the more bells and whistles that you need to include. This could be nothing farther from the truth. In fact, most of your best top-end premium clients, the top 1% of the 1%, how do I know? Because again, working in finance, I have been in a very unique position. And now looking at it, even in my online business, I still see this over and over again. So it's nothing new now that I've just switched to a different platform, different industry, different way of helping people. I've been privileged enough to see the actual ins and outs of people's bank account, like what goes through, what they spend money on, how they treat the assets that they have worked so hard to build. And the ones that actually value a higher premium price offer, the ones that really don't you know, quibble about, you know, a few cents or a few dollars there. And, and, you know, I'm going to round off, maybe it's a few thousand here and there, maybe it's a few million here and there, depending on your industry and your offer, that the highest level clients actually value competence. And so as a result, they trust that you have the expertise, that you're going to give them the best way based off of what they need, which is why it's so important that you have to be clear on that problem. Because when you're clear on that problem, there is really going to be, you know, a very narrow focus of how you solve that problem. And so your offer is that narrow focus. It is that simple path. And people don't need to know that there's a bajillion modules. In fact, your premium offers, typically, the more stuff you put in it, the more you will turn off those higher end clients. Because higher end clients don't always want more. Higher end clients, and this is across the board, regardless of what they're buying, I want you to think for yourself, the most expensive, luxurious thing that you have ever bought in your life. What were the things that were so important to you, right? And, and again, it'll vary, right? So I'm giving some broad generalities, but in order to be able to help you today, that's kind of what I need to do. Right. And then when I'm working with clients privately, then we go into the specifics of what it looks like for you. I can't do that with all of you right now. So more work because you put more stuff in is going to be a no. We've all seen those shows, or at least I hope you have, uh, like House Hunters International, all these different shows, these reno shows where people go, oh, my gosh, I love this house. But there's like this, 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 this. And automatically, all of these things that need to be done become more work. It becomes a barrier for them to be able to say yes, because all they can think about is not, oh, look at all the stuff that I'm going to get after all of this is done. It's look at all the stuff that needs to get done. So if your path is too convoluted, if there's too many steps involved, if there's too many things, and this is where sometimes we get stuck into this think of the more I charge, the more I have to give, the more I have to provide. And that is absolutely not true. Now, it is important that you give what you need in order to deliver the outcome and the results that you're promising. But more often than not, because you're the expert, you've already, you've already lived it, you've already breathed it, you've already done it. And so that, that experience that you have cultivated and called allows you to sift and sort through the weeks, months, decades even of utter garbage 
that doesn't matter. That is only going to clog up the way that your clients get the result. So simpler is usually faster, but fast is not always good, right? It's going to depend on your ideal clients and what the transformation really requires. On the flip side, no work. So when we promise these like, you can lose 10 pounds without having a diet or exercise. I mean, is it possible? Sure. But at the end of the day, if, if you make these big grandiose promises that require no work, then you're also going to attract the bottom of the feeder kind of clients. You, you want clients that are willing to put in some work. You want clients that are going to work with you through the process. You want clients who are intelligent and motivated and capable. And so there is a happy balance between those two. For me, simpler is better. And simpler, funny enough, is what comes when you master something. Now, I'm going to guess that even on your path towards mastery, because even for me, as somebody who has actively sold and taught others to sell for well over 20 years now, I still consider myself to be a student. I still consider myself to be practicing and improving and getting better at this game of sales, which is why I share all of these things that I've tried or done or what I'm noticing, because I want to, um, I want to share with you what my perception is, what my experience is, and to lend my voice into hopefully, you know, one of a few that are helpful because it can get very noisy. So the balance for me is really about is really about making sure that you take all of the years of experience that you have distilled so far, right? And that instead of making it bigger, fluffier, grander with a whole bunch of stuff that you narrow the focus, narrow the scope with just the key elements that are required to get your clients the ultimate transformation because you're clear on the problem. So that's number one, right? You solve a problem, you know what that problem is. And then number two, you offer a simple path so that those clients can get the problem solved. Bigger problems, bigger price, bigger clients. So again, think back to the context. That is going to be dependent on your industry, your market, your niche, the type of work that you do. So we need to layer all those pieces on, okay? But at the end of the day, bigger problems, bigger, bigger price point. Bigger problems do not mean more steps necessarily. So offer them a simple path. The third thing that I want you to consider, right? What it takes to actually create this premium priced offer that is in demand and sells out consistently is you. Why is somebody going to buy this offer from you versus anybody else? Um, it's going to be about you. It's going to be about you, your brand, your IP, or your intellectual property, like your unique way of putting things together, your expertise and your experience and all of that kind of combined, right? So it is, for me, a way for you to put all of the things that you have put together through your entire span of doing this line of work that is why people are buying ultimately. If I think about even sales, right? Sales is sales is sales. Are there new ways of doing sales? Sure. Are there new methods or strategies and tactics and platforms? 
Absolutely. But as somebody who started out doing social selling seven years ago, now, you know, almost seven years ago, without even realizing that that was a new way of doing business, at the core, I was just talking to a human being, right? And I was using basic human psychology, but really, even beyond human psychology, I was just doing right by people. So at the end, that stands the test of time. And so what I want you to think about is, as you create your premium price offers, there's always going to be somebody else who's going to charge less. And there's almost always going to be somebody else who's going to charge more. The price is really irrelevant. It now comes down to you. What does your brand stand for? What do you want to put out in the market? How do you want to show up and how do you want to help people? And what's going to help you to allow you to reach your goals for your business, for yourself personally, as you know, probably the core employee of your company, and to be able to do it in a way that feels effortless, that feels joyful, and allows you to feel the abundance of the universe that is there anytime that we want it. And I, I know that for me, again, if I go back to my roots, my brand was always supposed to be a high-end premium boutique consulting brand. I wanted to be the Nordstrom of the online coaching and consulting arena. And while I didn't set a goal to be the most expensive consultant, I definitely did not want to be middle of the road or low cost. I wanted to work with premium clients. And for me, I am a premium client. I am my best client. I like to pay more for unique products and services. I like to work with individuals who have a high level of expertise and authority and credibility. I value expert advice. So I will pay more for somebody that I know, like, and trust. The trust factor being the most critical for me, because I will say I have you know, worked with clients, I've worked with, with mentors and uh, experts and hired people that I don't particularly like, but because they have such authority and credibility in their niche, in their market, I mean, it, it's like the, the whole house guy, right? Like house, the, the doctor, he's not so nice. But if I had a choice between getting a house to operate on me, if I was in a life and death situation or getting like the doctor who has impeccable bedside manner, I'm going to take house because my chances are, are much better of survival. And so that is the lens of how I see the world and how I do my business uh, dealings and negotiations just personally, business-wise, as somebody who buys in the market. And as a result, that's how I want to build my business because it feels aligned to me and it feels good and congruent with what I see uh, as my values, right? So. Today, I hope this gave you a little bit of clarity and aha around what it truly takes to create those premium offers that are in demand and sell it consistently. This is not about algorithms. This is not about like how often you need to show up on social media. This is about like the, the crux of what it takes to start to understand why premium offers sell, why they will always sell and why you don't have to be afraid to charge really whatever you feel is appropriate for the value that you provide because of the problem that you solve, because there's value in solving those big, big problems. And when you find people that have those problems and you relentlessly go after fixing it for them, then 
it really is irrelevant what you want to charge. It doesn't make you a good or a bad business person. It doesn't even make you a good or a bad person to charge what you want based off of the value that you provide and based off of the size of the problems that you are solving for your dream clients. So with that being said, right, I want you to go back and re-listen to this because it's probably going to take you a couple of times to have this really soak in and sink in for you to understand how impactful premium offers can be for you and your business, especially if you have a high degree of experience, authority, and expertise, right? That you are an expert that does good with the work that you have in your hands, in the gift that you want to give to others, and that you don't have to feel guilty or bad about charging higher prices, premium prices for an offer that delivers. So with that, if you would like my help, I would love to see beneath the hood so that I can dive into your business and see how we can increase your ability to command higher prices, uh, put together premium offers that you love and adore and that clients would be thrilled to pay you for. Come and join me inside of my accelerator, which is my high touch uh, group program. Application is below in the show notes for you. And if you want to just hang out and have access to me uh, inside of my inner circle, please feel free to come on in to Sales Master Society. SalesMasterSociety.com is where you can find more details on that if you're not yet ready for the additional support that we provide inside of Accelerator. Thanks so much. And we will talk to you soon in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.